0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the No More Waste Todays podcast. Now remote. Uh, joining me today <laughs> is my buddy, uh, Anoa Stuber. That was a
1: great drag That was great. Drag, drag, drag saying... that was great <laughs> you can come in whenever station. you want.
0: This is pretty informal stuff.
1: Okay. Well, I'm here now. <laughs> Um, Do you see
0: the size of this can of beer that I'm drinking? Oh, I thought it was
1: perspective.
0: No, that's perspective. This is in my mouth.
1: Well then. It's seven I have to remember that no one could see any of this, right? There's gonna be no yeah, video. No
0: one well yeah. No one no one can see any of it. It's just I'm gonna be it.
1: audio. It looked like a normal can, but it's much larger. Is that like from winners? See my hand the <laughs> winners Two? Beer?
0: No, that's just the one. That's my hand wrapped around it. I thought uh, like... No, the the brewery just opened up down the street from us and uh uh they they're called Crowlers, so they're like canned growlers. Um, they're seven hundred and fifty mils. COVID so. growlers. COVID growlers, yeah. <laughs> <Living>. uh, so <laughs> for everybody cool. for everybody listening, uh this is the first time I've done this remotely. Um, hopefully I can pull the audio out some way because Skype is dumb and just records uh, video even if there's no uh, video attached. so I'll find a way to do it. Uh, I think they'll
1: only know if you find a way so probably yeah, yeah good
0: If you're listening to this now, I found a way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I assume it's I go true. on I go on to Google and I google like just how to record only audio on Skype, right? <laughs> it's just everything but that. <laughs> it's like 25 hits about how it's so easy to record on Skype because there's a built-in recording feature, but nothing about just audio. Because why would ever, anyone ever just want to record audio?
1: Yeah, you need Skype for, Skype for podcasts.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to try and use my, my software to like run it through and then run it through Audacity, but that that's ended up being too much
1: work. I feel like, worst case, you can upload this to YouTube and then use a free YouTube to MP3 converter. Ah! That's, that's hands down the most ghetto approach I could think of, but my work. I wonder how compressed it
0: would be. It would go through like three layers of compression.
1: <laughs> there would be many. Like I said, it's pretty janky. <laughs> Uh, but there's always that.
0: Yeah, I'll find a way. So how's working at home?
1: Uh, I'm over it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've just been sitting in this goddamn chair all fucking day. I went to work the other day and and took an office chair home. Oh, so nice. I feel much better now. I was sitting on like a wooden chair and my oh. ass is so sore. Oh no. Um, after like a week, so. I. That's I've been using an
0: office, office chair. There's going to be a lot of this. <laughs> a lot of... I, got, I don't know. I had a 14-person uh, meeting the other day. <laughs> it was just a whole lot of that. Um, I have a chair that I liberated from the biology student union at SFU um, many years ago. And it was fine for just random use, but for like eight hours a day not really
1: cutting it i yeah the, this chair is actually quite nice it's like a a knockoff um heard of herman miller it's like guy makes a fancy chair and it's <laughs> very it's very comfy my friend growing up his dad was like a japanese businessman so he bought his son a herman miller chair which is like like five grand jesus i don't know if you can see it yeah like you gotta google it i guess but they're they're quite nice i sat on it once and as soon as i sat down it might be placebo but i was like productivity like immediately (laughs) something about like this done spinal orientation or productivity but um this one's like a knockoff of that but it's really comfy so i'm doing all right merman miller (laughs) IKEA Miller, so it probably sounds nothing like Herman Miller. It's like Arkenfart.
0: <laughs> that's German.
1: That's German. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's Bjork.
0: <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine being mem- remembered for uh, like your for making good chairs? Like your your legacy is like top line of the chairs.
1: Final alignment. Like I was talking about geometry.
0: that. I was talking about that with uh, Sarah the other day about how there's some people who have uh, their names have made it into vernacular, like um, like authors, like um, Lovecraftian, like H. P. Lovecraft. I heard of that. Uh, it's very like he does a lot of like horror, um, like mythical horror kind of stuff. So whenever yeah. people use the term I, I Lovecraftian to describe like a genre or some like darwinian uh, yeah right yeah uh,
1: that'll be the day yeah i'm gonna would do you, it what was, what's yours gonna be <laughs> what's mine gonna be wait you could hit cattails Criterian. Criterian. <laughs> <Criterion. laughs> <Criterion>. oh
0: that's <laughs> a hard not. one
1: to say <laughs> maybe not liam and
0: <laughs> what what would my what what would my uh what would my vernacular be like when people see something? They use my name to describe it.
1: I was just, I was just thinking when they when they see someone hitting cattails. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be remembered forever. I,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like it's something that not many people. I've talked about it a few times so far, I'm like zero for four on people who have done it. And I'm like, I grew up in Hawaii, so I never had the opportunity. So I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like. Why did you ever want to take apart that hot dog thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so it's so it's so enticing. When you did no. it,
1: it was mind blowing.
0: <laughs> There's so many seeds.
1: This is mind blowing.
0: And then yeah. when they're when they're in the springtime when they're starting to spread and release their seeds, if you can get in there with a stick and just Yeah beat the shit out of them.
1: That's what that's exactly what i'm envisioning when i thought of your vernacular like when someone sees that going on <laughs> or just when a cattail is being hit or spread
0: it's just you know? spreading out on its own let's cry to this cattail i don't Pray like that. this
1: cattail boy <laughs> all righty
0: i don't like that, that
1: <laughs> <makes it funny laughs> i don't to... like that i don't know we're brainstorming <laughs> i got nothing here <laughs> What would yours uh, be?
0: What would you be remembered for?
1: I don't know. Talking too much, probably.
0: <laughs> that fish <laughs> poster behind you.
1: Hey, Alan, ta- it's a mahi mahi.
0: Mahi mahi. That's the word I'm looking for.
1: There it is. I can't. Uh, my own cameras is, is all. Like, it's my computer's at maximum capacity right now, holding. I can. I can uh, hear Google Hangouts simultaneous to Skype. Yeah, can you, can you, you turn it?
0: the camera off on your? Can you hear, turn the camera off on your Hangouts?
1: Well, then I can't see you. Or can you see me on the Google Hangouts? I, don't I know I I mean, your
0: camera must already be off on the Hangouts. Yeah. It's working. It's working. It's too much. I'm guessing you're not hardwired. I do.
1: can. I can always just look at it physically because I am in this room. I don't have to look at the video <laughs> <laughs> of it. What are you looking at? <laughs> Something to remember um yeah that i don't think i'd be remembered for that but
0: no it's not it's
1: not epic enough no i didn't catch that one either so
0: i <laughs> can't be what you didn't catch that one that's not I could have sworn that you're like holding it in
1: the <laughs> <laughs> for those of you not seeing this it's just the mahi i'm not in it, it
0: it's just the head of the fish it's, it's just, just the like head. maybe a quarter of it no that's There's a the lot whole of- fish <laughs> it just stops there
1: it That's stops the on a vertical thing. line it's like a sunfish but it's a normal fish but no tail <laughs> <laughs> easy to catch real easy to catch and photog- like take photographs of um i was curious you know not to interject but is there a theme
2: no god podcasts?
1: no no. <laughs> no. okay is there like any sort of like uh like I don't know. what did you talk about last time? I guess what so happened last.
0: <laughs> it varies. It depends on how drunk and how high I am. <laughs>
1: what you're saying is you don't remember what happened last time. Uh,
0: well, What's I mean, I've,
1: like I've done almost
0: read. thirty of these. Um, well, when I started doing it, I kind of wanted to have the 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 theme of just kind of, um. Just doing shit. Like just talk about, um. Just talk about doing shit. Inspire people to do shit. Talk about yeah. how great doing shit is. Do that's,
1: that's... Okay, okay, that's good. That's all I need. <laughs> uh, just need a a, a mindset right now, so I don't. You're derail. like, don't just free ball it, motherfucker. I might lose your audience, whoever nope, they man. may be.
0: I have no audience. My audience is me and sometimes Sarah.
1: <laughs> right. Well, not your like audience physically. Do you have followers? Do you know? Do you know no. if anyone has no. ever listened to podcast?
0: Uh, although, I mean, a couple people have. Um, and then in December, there was a random spike of like 100 people in America downloading my podcast. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then it went away because they're like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> like Expecting some sort of 10-minute motivational thing with music going in the background about how good it is to go out and run. <laughs> It's a drunk guy and his girlfriend talking about alligators.
1: Go on and do shit. <laughs> i never done it. I didn't do the alligators, but go out and do it. Oh, that's good. Okay, well, that's a loose theme, and I like it. Um, well,
0: one of the reasons why I wanted to um, have you on is because I feel like coming from Hawaii, you have such a different perspective on things.
1: I guess so. Don't forget that I'm also American being in Canada. So
0: yeah, but, important. I mean, Hawaiians aren't really American. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I i don't know. I'm pretty, like, there was, like, really local people, and then, like, there was fairly normal people who lived in Hawaii. Um, you seem like, I'm you not, seem- like, one of them
0: no (laughs) you're not one of the really local people
1: (laughs) yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna think about this just in case anyone ever like does listen to this who is really local so i'm gonna be mindful of that throughout
0: (laughs) Um, that's a nice way of of putting it i guess i'm nervous (laughs) (laughs) don't worry man i i don't entirely know what i've said throughout my about 30 episodes of this show um, because some of them are three and a half hours long, so like
1: <laughs> it's okay I've got okay.
0: days and days of recordings
1: I'm, i was just joking i'm not I'm not worried about the
0: <laughs> you're not really worried about the local repercussions
1: <laughs> of this one like this one's <laughs> not really so there's a pandemic going on, there's bigger fish to fry, so yeah, I mean, I don't know um, I definitely went through a lot of uh culture shocks throughout my time here. I mean it's not that different because it's still like North America and West Coast. Um so thank God for that. I don't think I could make it out in the East Coast necessarily. Um They have
0: a different language over there.
1: Uh, (laughs) Something along the lines of rude from what I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I mean it is
0: it it is it. My my parents went to uh uh Newfoundland a few years ago for uh for a vacation, they're there for two weeks, and half the time they'd go into cafes to order food and or they couldn't understand what the servers were saying to them. <laughs> <It's> just...
1: <laughs> that's a that's an exception though like <laughs> that's not the the whole of the East Coast, but yeah, I mean that obviously can't generalize, but it's just that was too far, but sorry, I'm eating a chip i do am <laughs> just fucking I don't be on mute. I didn't there, want
0: to have, that, I couldn't hear that. I couldn't hear that. That was fine. Just suck on it a little bit first. <laughs> <crash>.
1: <laughs> Drink my beer at the same time. Sorry, that was the last one. I got to put them away. They're tantalizing me. So anyway. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Do you have questions? I don't know what perspectives well, I have to like.
0: Uh, um, that's fair. That's, it's, I mean, I wasn't really looking for anything with with that particular I, thing icon in mind.
1: seems to be me scuba diving, so
0: yeah perspective I, wanted, I want to learn to scuba dive um we should
1: go scuba dive this summer if things could ever cl- clear up i need to get my ticket
0: i need to get or my mm. or whatever the hell it's called Is ticket the right word for it
1: uh license
0: license yeah sure, sure. or um, certification that's the one that's, that's the one, one. yeah um so like because you, you've spent some time on like vancouver island and yeah um some islands off the coast here uh talking to people on those islands do they ever strike you as like the locals from hawaii in similar ways not exactly but like their demeanor
1: i i would say one one thing that's really interesting is um i had a friend a friend who i work with um who's from bowen island which yeah. is pretty close to Vancouver, but it definitely seems like it's still quite a bit, or like was quite a bit smaller at least. Um, oh, it's definitely. Smaller. I've never been, but um, it's definitely funny like meeting him amongst, so like I came here for college. So everyone that I met was like either in university or affiliated somehow with the university, you yeah. know. Um, So I've generally been involved with, like, only pretty educated people who are all, like, you know, grew up in pretty privileged situations. You know, I met a lot of international people in college. But then that being said, seems like a lot of them were fairly wealthy in the countries that they came from. How
0: many you met this fucker from Bowen Island?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's brilliant. He's brilliant. His dad, like, quick side note, his dad is like the head physicist like overseeing the whole thing at like this company called general fusion in vancouver which is like creating a new type of fusion electricity so the kid's wicked smart and everything great but he's like similar to me a little rough around the edges and had a childhood which was (laughs) like he had a child no 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 the sentence doesn't end there although some would (laughs) maybe argue that that's true but like he had a childhood that was like you know quite eventful it would seem and so he and i i i find like it's refreshing meeting him as opposed to all of these other like proper people who had like you know normal upbringings and things such as that um i don't it's hard to explain but he's just a little more rough around the edge so definitely there's like that component where it's just things are kind of like ah it'll be fine like because vancouver like has this perception of being like the big city Mm -hmm. maybe comparatively so like oh used to go out at night yeah like i used to go out at night when i was pretty young and just like go ride bike you know yeah like i was talking with my mom and she would always be like questioning like you know are they gonna die like no it's gonna be fine like nothing bad's gonna really happen because it's in hawaii like in in the mountains there's no real wild animals that can kill you you can get bit by a centipede or something like, but nothing bad's going to happen. You're not going to freeze to death, even if you're caught in the rain all night. Like, yeah. so like, she's just like, like, what are you going to climb to the wrong side of the island? Like just keep going, go back to the ocean after. So it's like, it's and just keep walking place. around. <laughs> yeah. So like, like when I was young, like we went camping and like went down this trail and had to trailblaze down and everything. But it was like, it was a nice little playground to grow up in. Yeah. Um, and so I guess it's similar. When you grow up on the island, you have this little cocoon that's pretty safe and like well understood. Yeah. Um, whereas like people who grow up in this like even if you're growing up in like the suburbs, you're driving far to different things. Yeah. So I wonder if that really feeds into it, where like the kids only have like their neighborhood and then the different things that they've done, and they don't ever yeah. really explore the area very much. Mm-hmm. Like, what about you growing up? Did you 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 were uh, definitely out and about. You have so a treehouse currently I, as an adult. <laughs> I built one, yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
0: so for the first five years of my life, I lived in Hong Kong. Um, and we kind of explore. My parents would take us out and we'd go hiking. When we were in Hong Kong, my uh, parents did this something called the Trail Walker, which was um, a 48-hour hike. Uh, I think it's forty-eight hours over uh, yeah. two hundred kilometers. I want to say um, no sleep. They just hiked for forty-eight hours straight. Uh, Holy cow! Yeah, through Hong Kong, which is tropical, right? It's um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, mean, it's not it,
1: too gnarly, but it'd be super tiring to hike overnight.
0: Oh yeah, oh, and it's humid as fuck. Like. It rarely got any cooler than like...
1: Were you alive at this point? Or this... Yeah, I,
0: so my parents moved there um, in 93. And I was born in the summer of 94. And my dad would teach during the school year and they'd come back in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I was born here. Um, and then we'd come back in the summers and we then we'd spend the school year there. Because he was teaching at the university. He had just got his PhD and... He got a job offer over in Hong Kong. Uh, and when we'd come back for the summers, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't get a hotel or anything. We'd just go camping. We'd hook our tent trailer up to the back of our '76 Suburban. Uh, Here in in BC. In Canada, yeah, in BC, and we drive around and we visit family. Uh, we- oh no, we'd go up up north. Um we wouldn't go quite as far north as like Prince George which is about halfway up BC. Oh, Okay. Um so all over. We would be in the Kootenays, uh we'd go up into the, the Chilcotin, uh the Caribou, Chilcotin Caribou. Um around uh Ashcroft, Cash Creek, Kamloops, Osoyoos, the, the desert areas. Um never went onto the islands, though. we'd always stay in the mainland.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, when we did move back here, we moved up into this, like, the super suburbs up on a hill, uh, and I guess that was kind of, like, the whole this-is-your-neighborhood kind of thing. We'd go down and play in the cul-sac at the end of the street, but we had, like, a forest behind us that we'd go just run around in, um, never, like, go off and go camping or anything, uh, on our own, anyways, uh did a lot of mountain biking my parents were always very much into doing outdoors and getting out and doing things so
1: did they did they let you kind of do whatever and it was just that's generally what the kids were doing or kind of were some kids doing other things or like
0: uh we lived in a pretty a pretty good neighborhood um we lived up the street and we'd hang out down at the Uh, I mean, it it changes we age, but like I said, we had a big old field up behind our house, so we lived at the bottom of it. We lived on a hill with a hill behind our house going up to a field, so we had a play field, which is where the school was, Uh, and then there were playgrounds up there, and then down below that, there was forest, and if you cross the street, there was forest. So for the most part, we didn't really need to go very far, Mm because... Everything we needed to play in was we had field, forest, cul de sac, streams, creeks. We were on a mountainside. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
1: that's awesome. How long and then that was like, what age were you? Uh, when you moved.
0: So I didn't, backwards? I was five when we moved back. And then we didn't, we kind of had the back hill, and my parents could sit on the patio the deck out back and watches on the back hill so we'd play on the back hill when we were really young like when we're were six seven right and and then from there it was pretty much just kind of get out and play um yeah they do things like um like the first week of every month was no screens like you weren't allowed to let no computer no tv you got to go out and do stuff and I talked about this on the previous podcast with Sarah, so I will not get too into it, but like they spent a lot of time restricting our, our time in front of screens.
1: Right. Right. Um, Did you own a, a lot of like stuff though? Did you have like, cause I remember like all we had was like a TV and like my mom's computer sucked so much. All it could do is taxes. <laughs> and, like, no, um,
0: we, we, we had a TV, we, we had one TV and one computer. Um,
1: yeah, because there's no, no no phones, really, for a while, at least. Well, we had a landline. Yeah, but I got my first cell phone in, like, what, seventh grade? Actually, that's fairly young, but it couldn't do much. Could yeah, text. I
0: got, my phone was a hand-me-down. I wasn't even allowed to text because she didn't have, I was in grade seven, too, and yeah. I got my mom's old phone, and I couldn't text, and it had Snake on it. Yep. <laughs> it was a Nokia brick phone. Uh, but I wasn't allowed to text because there were no texting. Um, I think I got 50 texts a month. And there were no... Uh... Yeah, remember yeah, before, before, text, before texts were like a conversation when you just get a text message? And oh, you have to yeah. remember what the conversation was. So you'd have to go back to your sent folder.
1: <laughs> it was basically an email. Yeah. With no thread. <laughs> Oh my yeah.
0: oh gosh! Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I had. I mean, I think all things considered, I'm. I'm. When I was a kid, I fucking hated. it. I was like, why can't we watch TV? But I, it's something that I definitely like appreciate about my yeah. parents, because it 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 forced me to create the tools to find other things to do, right? And in yeah. times like this, um, uh, when I say times like this, when people are stuck inside not doing anything. Um, first of all, you're not stuck inside. You're stuck away from people. Like, you can yeah. still go out and do things, right? Yeah, in BC. And I think, um, like, uh, biking is a huge one, um, mm-hmm. whether it's mountain biking or street biking or cross-country biking, um, because you never spend any amount of time within, you know, everyone gives you a pretty wide berth anyways if you get close, and you're moving so fast, you don't spend any amount of time near anybody yeah, anyway. Yeah, I see
1: no cross with that but uh-huh. i don't know it's interesting like i don't know how restrictive other places have been um, but i saw a video of this guy like stand-up paddleboarding like on the off the coast you know of like some beach in california somewhere yeah. and there were like freaking lifeguard and police boats like ripping around trying to catch him really was like yo he's fucking alone on there's a paddleboard yeah. there's like no one near him like If he has COVID, wouldn't you just want to stay away? Like I don't get it. Like it's probably because the beach was closed, I guess. But I don't know. It's just it's interesting. Like totally get that people should stay home, but then at the same time, like I don't know. It's like I I I, feel a little selfish at times. But like I've been going mountain biking, but I've been going by myself, and like
0: yeah, you're in your own car. You're not. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it's important to get out go for walks go for literally
1: friends. like everyone's going to the supermarket everyone's going to the liquor store everyone's going to like these certain places those are the yeah. issues you know in my opinion because like I, when you go out riding like maybe you'll ride within a couple feet of people but you're never brushing up against people or anything and like you're that. never
0: within their space for more than a second or two
1: yeah but when you're shopping like fucking you're always going right next to people like much people higher are risk down the aisles, hazard. yeah and you're all standing around, fucking breathing and touching shit. And yeah. I don't know. This whole thing's a gong show, because I actually, you know, a, a funny thing along those lines is, I've been generally holding my breath when I'm approaching someone. <laughs> I just hold my breath for a while, because I kind of, like, I picture, especially if you're, like, doing exercise, as you're going, like, there's this cloud, and then it's, like, passing yeah. behind you. So it's, mm-hmm. like, following someone, you're just breathing in that cloud. Like, especially, mm-hmm. like, Vancouver's generally quite still it's been a little windy the past few days but there's not a ton of air movement like it's not blowing so like I've just like for their sake and my own like I when they walk by there's none of my air and like when I walk by there's I'm like I'm not taking in any of their air so that's been like a funny thing that I've been doing because I don't wear a mask and like I'm cleaning my hands like more often, but at the same time, it's like I've always like tried to wash my hands at certain times. Like I have alcohol spray in my house, but otherwise my life's the same. I'm just but I mean, exhausted. I mean, like you're not
0: even like you can't really. You can't really breathe, breathe it out, like maybe you can might cough it out. Um, And I think the I, mask is more for when you're talking to people. Yeah, um, Uh. I breathe through my nose. I know it obviously won't stop anything but uh, nose breathing in general is like you should just breathe through your nose. It's it's better for there's this whole thing. I really have to pee and I want to go down this road of nose breathing. But <laughs> I'll be back. I'll okay. be I'll, gotta, I'll be back gotta, in 30 seconds. Okay, yeah. right, sounds good.
1: Or just record it.
0: I have returned, but it appears Noah has run off. Oh, there he is. Oh, you're muted. I'm there here. you go. Did you have to be as well?
1: No, I thought I could take a bong rip before you got back.
0: <laughs> go for it, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm also gonna eat chips while not on mute. <laughs> Fuck your podcast, Liam.
0: Just leave your mic on and talk while you're taking a bong rip. Huh? Just leave your mic on and talk while I take a bong rip. Okay.
1: <laughs> You're gonna hear it. Okay. So.
0: Um. So yeah, nose I breathing. A
1: background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going about nose breathing, because um, of course, of like, side note, of course, you have a fucking research backing on this nose breathing <laughs> thing. I didn't know it was a problem. And well, County. my
0: my my friend Ilya who doesn't want to be on the podcast because he feels weird talking into a mic um (laughs) (laughs) just gonna throw some shade it's totally understandable though it took me a long time to get used to it um so there's a whole bunch of mechanisms in your body that make nose breathing better than breathing through your mouth uh so the first one is when you breathe through your mouth you dry everything out right first your mouth dries out and then because there's no moisture left in your mouth your throat dries out and then when your throat dries out it starts to get into your lungs and that's why after a hard workout people are often coughing and stuff is because their lungs are dry and when your lungs start to dry out uh, you don't get as efficient uh, oxygen transfer right oxygen diffusion into your blood So when you breathe through your nose, there's a whole system, an evolved system that conditions and moisturizes the air uh, in your nasal cavity uh, before it gets even into your throat. And by the time it's in your lungs, the moisture is there and what it needs to efficiently pass the oxygen through. The other thing is that when you're breathing through your (laughs) – when you're breathing through the mouth um, – you're actually providing too much oxygen into your lungs, which sounds counterintuitive. Um, but there's basically when you get down into the muscles, uh, the higher, or no, you're not breathing in too much oxygen. It's not that you're exhaling too much carbon dioxide is what it is. Oh, you're talking so, about
1: greenhouse gas emitting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. So <laughs> <laughs> the green uh, campaign, The more carbon dioxide that is in your muscles, the more efficient oxygen – or in your blood, the more efficient oxygen transfer there is. Because carbon dioxide changes the pH of your blood. And uh, the way hemoglobin subunits work – and I actually learned about this in my biology degree before I learned about nose breathing – is that there has to be – there's like an equilibrium of pH and oxygen o2 and co2 that changes the way subunits bind to oxygen or carbon dioxide right and if you actually increase the co2 to the right levels you get more oxygen into your muscles so even though your brain is like i need more oxygen if you train yourself to breathe through your nose you especially if it comes uh, especially when you're doing uh, uh aerobic exercise um uh so running biking anything like that uh you're going to get much better endurance
1: you're basically doing those because i've seen the workouts where they have the oxygen restricting masks have you seen those where people have train not. with like the gas masks they have I've... ones and then you can like turn the dials and it basically like lets less and less air in so oh, you're weird. like sucking for air and they're endurance training um And I guess, like, the whole theory behind that is, like, it makes your lungs more efficient. I can see that. Because you're pushing your body and you're restricting the oxygen. Yeah. So you're forcing your body to acclimate to, like, Mm -hmm. operating with less oxygen. So I think they do that, like, I'm sure people do that when they're training to go hike Everest and shit. Oh, probably, Or whatever, like, they're going to train their body to get used to less oxygen. So I wonder if it's a similar thing if you're working out, like... It's just hard because it like your natural instinct is to open your mouth, yeah. Like to suck it definitely is. So it's hard to like yeah. overcome it for like a long period of time. You it know? is. It's very
0: hard. Um, As I got. Forget. I got pretty good at it because I was told about it on the first day of a four-day backpacking trip. Uh, so whenever we we're like yeah, climbing... and you're just
1: hiking, so you're just like.
0: So I had a, I was able to just focus on breathing through my nose for long periods of time, and eventually
1: passed the hike pretty quickly. I find that when I zone out like that, things go by quickly. <laughs> uh,
0: it's a it's a it's a good hike. We um, was up at Manning, so uh, uh, yeah. So that's another reason. Uh, another reason why you should breathe through your nose is because uh, your nasal cavity. So as you train yourself to do it, your nasal cavities get bigger, and it gets easier to do, right? And you get more used to like the reduced oxygen and whatnot. Yeah. Um, But your nasal cavity actually produces nitrous oxide, which is a vasodilator, which increases blood flow. Yeah. Uh, So it's just... There's a lot of reasons why you should breathe through your nose. And then Sarah was telling me about research that she was looking into, where uh, if you keep... It's about resting tongue position, which is... uh, um, sort of goes hand in hand with nose breathing because when you're rest, resting your tongue you're supposed to rest it as if um when you say sing 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 like the G, a little bit yeah the tongue yeah. is supposed the back of your tongue is supposed to be touching the the back of the top of your mouth basically your tongue is supposed to be resting against the top of your mouth mm, it's comfy. Um, and you need to train yourself to be able to do that but um, there was research done on a bunch of people, a bunch of – and kids specifically who had uh, weird jaw lines and overbites and underbites and fucked up teeth where yeah. if just by changing the way – the place they rest their their tongue, it changed the whole shape and structure of their jaw because it changed um, – basically the, mu- the tongue is one giant muscle, right? So it, it completely restructured everything. Uh, and of course like
1: Like, was that like a therapy i don't know
0: know how i I don't know how far the research went and i mean with modern orthodontics and stuff people aren't going to go in and a doctor's not going to be like just breathe with just rest your tongue on the top of your mouth you make so much more money off of orthodontics
1: (laughs) yeah just be a critter
0: (laughs) uh criterism
1: (laughs) sorry hey well critter is a little more catchy though <laughs> some of people would pronounce it probably anyway
0: i've had a lot of critters i've got crinders i've got crindler i don't i don't know where crindler <laughs> comes from
1: oh uh, the d maybe there's an l i don't know there's
0: an n somewhere in there um uh, Krindler, so anyway yeah,
1: yeah i guess the n's added in too <laughs> let's focus on the l
0: um so when I when I walk pe- past people, I definitely like am very conscious about nose breathing, because uh, it just has a little bit of extra filter. Not that it's going to stop viral particles, but
1: yeah, you got um, a lot of the nose hairs. Oh yeah, it's like an N95. <laughs> it's very tight. <laughs>
0: Can't wear one because I have so much because I have a beard. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. my friend my friend works in corrections. He's he's a prison guard, and they have to wear like. Full suits and masks and everything, and he oh, had to really? shave his beard. Yeah. yeah, but he had a neck beard, so it's okay.
1: <laughs> it's a win for society.
0: I don't think he listens to these. <laughs> <laughs> I think he listened to part of one,
1: maybe. That's funny. Well, but we delved off. We delved off. I had a topic and then I lost it.
0: That's why I have a pen and paper in front of me, because um, <laughs> there's, there's a line. lot of tangents in this podcast. Yeah, um,
1: so we we got back to basically to. So uh, I was gonna say. Gonna... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say about uh, uh, be- being young when my parents restricted my time with uh, screens and stuff. It really gave me the tools to find other things to do uh, when I didn't have computer games and stuff which i'm very thankful for because in these strange times i know a lot of people who don't know how to do anything other than watch tv and play video games right yeah Yeah. right and they're like um they're getting
1: sick of doing that maybe
0: they're not necessarily getting sick of it but that's all they're doing and it's like you need to get some exercise they're not eating healthy their sleep schedule is getting completely fucked yeah like up until two or three in the morning every day, like just all the things, and of course in times like this, looking after you, a lot of people are talk, talking about mental health and stuff, and like it's like the, the the three pillars of health, mental or physical, exercise, diet, and sleep, and
1: and water. I guess that falls into diet.
0: You could include that in diet. Yeah. Drinking lots of water. Um,
1: Water is always the one that gets me.
0: A lot of people don't drink enough water. I Um, find
1: I struggle to drink enough water here because I'm never sweaty.
0: Do you have a water bottle?
1: I have a water bottle. But when I'm at home, I don't use it normally. Just
0: keep it at your desk. Every every 10 minutes, I drink three beers. There you go.
1: (laughs) I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right.
0: Um,. My, my aunt works in a hospital, uh, and, uh, she spends a lot of time. She's a, she's a radiologist up in Powell River and she spends a lot of time, uh, telling people to drink more water. Like she's seen people's kidney function go from 40% to 80% just from drinking more water.
1: Yeah. Just Um, constantly diluting everything down. Yeah. So it's not as, um toxic when it comes and in. coffee yeah.
0: doesn't count tea doesn't count um yeah. it's just because it adds it also adds water. like
1: it does it does count in the sense that you are getting h2o molecules molecules yeah. Yeah. but it doesn't count because you're also adding more oftentimes to process especially yeah. coffee like coffee and tea are diuretics to too
0: which is just like that's wow. gonna fuck so just water water water
1: yeah yeah it's true
0: and just easier
1: said than done in this society (laughs) i have an espresso machine but i'll run out of pods again eventually
0: i had an espresso machine and then we never use it my parents got a really fancy nespresso machine that's what i was
1: saying i had one of those
0: you you put a thing in and you press it down and it does it and you open it up and then it pops out into a repository or deposit Coffee's really good yeah and then uh (laughs) And then you put all the pods into a bag, and then you tie it up, and then you just send it back off to Nespresso. Yeah. And
1: they
0: then they, they reuse them. them. Yeah.
1: Apparently. Probably Which just is them.
0: Well, yeah, they. I mean, they probably they recycle them. They're all
1: then... aluminum, so that's actually pretty good. Aluminum is highly recyclable. I thought, yeah. I they are plastic. No, the proper Nespresso pods are like full aluminum. Oh. Yeah. Those are the only ones you can send back to Nespresso's their own. Well, these
0: are she she orders the pods from Nespresso. Yeah, it comes in like they come in like a big square tube.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Can a tube
0: be square or is the tube inherently round?
1: Uh, no, because you can have square tubing. Tubing is just it's hollow. Okay. From an engineering standpoint. That's
0: all I need to know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the right answer.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh. Although I would say that that's like a box. Oh, well, I guess it's like several tubes, several <laughs> boxes, several containers. Yeah.
0: When is a box a tube? I guess it has an it has something on either end that makes it a box.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the tubing, like you put caps on a tube. And but then, then,
0: then is it no a longer a tube?
1: tube? I mean, it's made up of t- square tubes. Is it a can now? <laughs> I mean, if you were to describe it it depends on the aspect ratio i feel like <laughs> you know like at some point you're like it's if it's a chode it's tube. a can
0: but if it's long it's yeah, a fucking tube.
1: Yeah. i feel like at some point i mean i don't know there's some gray areas
0: like you buy a tube of springle pringles but you don't buy a tube of no it's a can of pringles it's still a can right
1: i don't know i i don't know i don't know what they market it as <laughs> i, I don't know if the they a, do market
0: it, it. colloquially
1: Container. I don't know. You know
0: what we calls it a container of Pringles? Get out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just say Pringles. I've never. I can't think of what people refer to the container. Do you say tube of Pringles?
0: I guess it would be can.
1: Can. can. of yeah. Pringles. That sounds, it sounds right. Sounds more natural.
0: Yeah. So, what when does become a tube? Uh, I
1: don't know. You don't. You certainly don't buy a can of PVC. <laughs>
0: When is a tube a pipe?
1: Fuck, that's round. <laughs> Pipes are round. Pipes, Pipes are, are round for good. sure. Pipes are always round.
0: A pipe uh, is a tube. Well, like, hey, okay, here's here's, here's one.
1: Here's one. Uh, what defines an axle? An axle? Yeah.
0: Is there a wheel on either end?
1: No. Nope.
0: It rotates along its longest uh, axis.
1: Well, actually, you know what? I think the wheel on either end is fairly okay that was an unfair question but it's interesting like (laughs) okay what's the difference between an axle and a shaft
0: uh pick's nose i wiped my nose (laughs) uh okay let's see um it's it's bang time outside It's seven o'clock so everyone's banging pots and pans and sarah's out there banging I'll go join her. but show support? Yeah. That's quite fun, actually.
1: No one's doing it out here. So yeah, I would bank be... bank
0: time. Do you want me to join you in bank time? I did bank time. Okay, she did the bank time for both of us. Good
1: job, Sam.
0: <laughs> uh, so we were doing that the other day, and there's a there's a guy standing on his patio with a chops Like, people out there with, like, pots and pans and, like, wooden <laughs> things. And he was on his patio with a chopstick hitting his patio rail. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. He had babies sleeping.
0: <laughs> the babies weren't people set off fireworks and stuff now. Damn. People drive down the road honking their horns. It's pretty wild. It's kinda of fun though. Everyone it's a does party. it. It, it is a party. Poco.
1: Poco shit.
0: Um Okay, the difference between a shaft and an axle. Um I mean I wanna to stick to axle has wheels on either end. Uh, is an axle being shaft. is it is an axle being driven by something perpendicular by a perpendicular shaft?
1: Okay. Can it, a shaft is a rotating thing that like supports load and uh, axle never rotates. Like that's the defining difference. So uh. like if you have a a trailer axle, that's never rotating.
0: The shaft is going through the axle?
1: They don't even have an axle. Oh,
0: right, because the wheels, yeah, okay. It's just yeah. got the
1: bearing and whatever. Yeah. But then, like, yeah. yeah, so anyway. But you could have, like, I don't know. That was just, like, a fucking, it. never mind. Let's change the topic. Change <laughs> no, man. Topic. Oh, man. Science Reduces. stuff.
0: We, we talk about science stuff all the time.
1: Yeah. That was a bar. I, I like it. It's, it was fun, like, learning all these, like, engineering definitions of normal words. So then now it's just, like, like they like you can't call it one thing. Like it's no, it's like that's this because like there's a very clear definition for what a a column is, and a beam, and it's uh, another one a tie. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and like they all have like a very specific definition, so it's and now but, you're like, not
0: using any of those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not using much of that knowledge right now. Still hmm. have it.
0: It's okay. Neither am I.
1: Fucking slang and software. I'm <laughs> just doing go-to meetings now and drinking.
0: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you just keep the beer out of frame. Yeah. Put put it in your water bottle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, all right. Yeah. All right. What was the it's topic? Weird. It's
0: it's it's weird. Uh, what? It's in the freezer. Um, flowers in the freezer. Um it's weird when you get into a job that's like I mean it's I I got a good gig going, but it's not it's not science. It's a little bit of science, but it's more um resource management.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Uh so there's, there's a lot like
1: of administration There's whatever. a
0: crossover between ecology and resource management. Right. right. Um And I'm making way more than I would make as a field tech. I can tell you that. (laughs) Uh, But that's 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 what you get, right? Like uh, you were saying a a long time ago that like, um, as a field tech, you get to go outside, you get to do things, and you get to like, you're actually doing stuff. But you're not really solving the problems and coming up with solutions or facing the issues in the same way that the person back in the lab is like. Actually doing it right, so
1: your task is so much more like prescriptive. You just go out, do the thing, yeah, come back, process it.
0: It's like um, uh, where Sarah works. She's a, um, she's a senior lab technologist, and as pretty much any higher rank than that, she starts taking on more administrative duties, um. So, like, if you get into, like, senior scientists and stuff like that, it's a lot of going to conferences, a lot of working in the office, like, yeah. you know.
1: Make more money, though.
0: You make more money. But it depends on where the crossover, where the two lines on the graph cross of money versus happiness, right?
1: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and it's like, true.
0: Or money versus enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got a friend who works construction, and he makes like 30 35 an hour sometimes he does overtime sometimes he does night shifts so he uh, might make more than that depending on what what jobs he's doing Um, and he's been doing he's done construction he's done demolition he's done all the different things within construction and like he's always miserable right he's always talking to me talking about how the people he work with sucks and how he like, like
1: live their life of complaining
0: right and then i'm like you know man here's his gig the starting wage is 20 bucks an hour. It's normal nine to five hours. Like, and he's like, no, man, I'm not dropping down to that like peasant $20 an hour. Right. And he's like, how am I going to sustain my lifestyle? And he spends a lot of money on weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, he, he started, you know, out of high school. He, for, well, he started working in his, uh, granddad's transmission shop right um just working with a bunch of angry uh mechanics who were in their 50s right who were pissed that they're still doing the same thing they were doing 30 years ago (laughs) uh and then he became that and then he went into construction because it made a lot of money for it made a lot of money for like a 20 year old right like a 20 year old pulling in 30 35 dollars an hour is like you know getting two three grand paychecks is pretty damn good but then they never see the other side of it right yeah like when i was 22 21 22 i had my first co-op and i was it's 12 dollars an hour but that was the most money i'd ever made in my life
1: yeah uh, yeah i worked for my grandfather that was like my first legitimate job we never got allowance growing up we would just yeah. do chores yeah
2: um
1: and then i got a job with my grandfather who had um a machine shop and he was like he did like mechanical engineering and like more trades back in the day but he was a real smart guy um so he had like a custom fabrication shop where he had like a lathe he had a welder Mm -hmm. um you know a bunch of different like more machining rather than just like you know drills but like actual Mm -hmm. machining and he had a shop so we would work there like me and my brother would work there um not often at the same time it was just like you know whenever one of us was available for some or something Mm -hmm. and we got paid like i would also do a bunch of fucking yard work for him like a shit ton Mm -hmm. of yard work um we got paid like at first it was eight dollars Which was, he always paid us a little bit above minimum wage, which I always appreciated. (laughs) Um, But like we were doing like, I was like making fences and like I made a bunch of shit for like this like boat, like I made like a boat winch thing and like made all sorts of random shit. Is that what got you into engineering? It got me into like, I liked building things and like welding and the machine shop was cool, like cutting metal and like, it got me into all of that. So then I kind of, like, applied to, like, science and engineering in university and was like, I don't know what I want to do. And I didn't really, like, understand the differences necessarily between science and engineering. Um, So then I actually, it's funny, I didn't get into engineering, even though I applied, because I misread the prerequisites. It said (laughs) two years of uh, physics and chemistry and in Canada, you always get it. But in the U.S., like at my school, um, I could have taken AP classes, but I hadn't decided. I didn't do that. The only AP course I took, which is like a college-level equivalent, yeah. um, is biology. So I never had to take biology really? in uh <laughs> university. Uh, so I last biology class I took was in high school, which I really enjoyed. Great teacher. Um, but yeah, so I didn't get into it engineering so I went into sciences and then in um a chemistry lab uh our TA was like this grad student chemist um super cool guy and then my friend who I had made in the lab was like talking about how he's like oh I don't know I might transfer to engineering I don't really know what I want to do and then the TA in the chem lab was like oh, I, I wish I could go back i would have taken chemical engineering he's like frick i'm like i have to do a grad program like if i want to make money but like engineering like you can just go and get a chemical engineering degree and like immediately be making like eighty-five thousand dollars, like and so yeah. like and then it, it was just like me and jim just looked at each other i was just like and literally like the next day he like messaged me that night he's like i just applied to transfer and i was like oh fuck i guess i better do it <laughs> now so I, I actually I got in, and then I went to first-year engineering. And then that's why it took me five years total to graduate. Um, and fucking, yeah. <laughs> it took me seven, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fine. And, but I was trying to get in and out of school because it's expensive.
0: It is, especially as a international student. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it in uh, – in biology, if I wanted to, um, they're so desperate. The government's so de- desperate for people to work up north. It's like 80 grand a year starting wage out of university with a bachelor's degree plus 30 grand a year like per diem. Just living expenses. right so going to be out of university making 110 a year. Right? So you go Not up, bad. get a two-year contract, live up in fucking Yellowknife or Whitehorse or...
1: That's pretty far north, though.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like Yukon, Northwest Territories. You know. The
1: thing is, is like... I don't know. I would want to... Like, I would do it if I had a comfortable house, you know? I'm talking warm with a fireplace and a jacuzzi. Oh, you'd get one. It'd be lovely. No, I'm a talking the jacuzzi. jacuzzi. I don't know if I'd you love get a jacuzzi. jacuzzi. J- no, but you j- get the house sorted. But obviously, a jacuzzi would be nice. Mm-hmm. But, like... That, and then I'd really want, like, a snowmobile and, like, you know, something to where you can just go out and do your fucking thing. Like, if you I'm had sure. all your equipment and you had, like, a couple people that you knew who you could do that, I would go up north. It'd be sick. But you'd want to... I'd want to have all the equipment. Some of this, you'd have to uh, build up.
0: Some of the positions are, like, field biologists and stuff. So, your job might literally be ripping around on a snowmobile to get to a site. Like, um... And like count caribou or some shit.
1: (laughs) It's so fun. You just spend all your time outdoors.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm kind of wanting to switch it up. I want to get outside. It's hard with an engineering degree though, because like a lot of the jobs are office jobs.
0: I saw there was a co-op when I was applying for this job I have now. I was looking through the co-ops, and there was a co-op. It was a 16-month co-op for. Uh, Anyone in the physical sciences, so engineering, chemistry, um, uh, that was uh, involved a lot of traveling, going around to all the different uh, uh, hydrological power sites, the decommissioned sites all around BC, to either decommission or restart or just assess them.
1: That'd be sick. I know. It it sounds like you'd have to have a bunch of prior experience, though.
0: I applied for it.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome.
0: It said like it said like if you have a biology to, like any science degree like apply anyways, um, but yeah, I th- thought that was that would have been pretty wild. That sounds like,
1: like an awesome job.
0: It would still be based out of Vancouver, but like you'd fly out into some remote territory like two weeks every now and then, and just see what's up. That sounds. <laughs> that would be, be pretty be so great. Sick. It would be pretty great. Uh, my and it, yeah. Just record how you're going. Yeah, man. <laughs> I I'm excited. It's it's springtime. Summer's gonna happen. Yeah. Taking a week off in May. And then probably a couple weeks off during the summer. It's pretty good.
1: Let's talk about Let's talk about what we're doing next weekend.
0: Oh God, do we want to tell people that we're going camping next weekend? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you just did. <laughs> yep.
0: I know. I'm pretty stoked about it, honestly. I mean, I'm
1: excited. I'm done to go. Uh
0: there's five of us going. We're taking two vehicles. Um unless that's changed, I don't know. Um I don't know if we're gonna be doing any serious off roading. Um Probably not if we're not going to Texada.
1: I'm fine with that. I didn't get new tires, so I wouldn't want to do anything too nuts. Although the place that they linked, it seemed like fairly close to like neighborhoods. Like, just hoping that it's like off the beaten path far enough.
0: Maybe because, like I said, my brother when he goes out, they just fucking drive down Cultus Lake Road and just take off any side roads and just see where it gets them.
1: yeah, I mean, it's not like we're just gonna like drive off a cliff. So yeah, as long as they're a place to turn around.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's gonna be pretty sweet. I'm super fucking bummed that we're not that we can't go to Texada.
1: Apparently, they closed the ferries.
0: They closed the ferries.
1: I think the ferries, like, couple, some of them are open, but
0: I'm sure you probably have to give proof of residence or something to get over there.
1: I don't know, but yeah, apparently they stopped running.
0: Yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of things. Which, I mean, I get. Like, don't go to these small towns and stuff, right? Where you're just going to go out to the boonies. There's five of us going. Um, We could probably just take one vehicle, honestly. Um, uh, I feel
1: like it would be more fun since we're just going to go to a spot in camp. Like, why not just take two? Oh, just take two vehicles? Just, post post the cars up. I don't mind. I'm I'm happy. Dude, my my, uh, neighbor gave me a roof basket. Like this oh, huge roof basket that spans the whole roof. I need to go and like figure out brackets to like mount it, mm-hmm. but it's pretty dope looking. I don't know. I'm going to like lift it up and put it on top, see how it looks. But um, I already had a box. I have a box as well and stuff. So, I mean, oh, really? I like using my car. So, um, give me one when
0: I get my car. I'm going to go look at an Xterra tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It looks, are you? Pretty, it's, looks pretty nice.
1: What happened to the other one?
0: It's. Uh, <laughs> just... Oil leaks, man. Like, I think ev- like most cars have oil leaks and people just ignore them. Um, but I mean, I don't want to buy a car with an oil leak, especially if it's like leaking in my garage. Like that's that's a stratifying right there. Um, and an oil leak could be like it could be like a hundred dollar fix, like easy peasy. But it could also be a thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollar fix.
1: Yeah, I you mean, don't know. Yeah. No, it's definitely a good call. Not to you can get a for that cost, like you can get a better car than that. I think.
0: I mean, I'm going to look at the one I'm going to look. at has three hundred thousand on the engine, which is a lot. But I've seen many of these things for sale at three seventy, four hundred, right? And apparently in the fall, he just put three thousand dollars of work into it, and then he ended up buying a Toyota pickup anyways. Huh. so i don't know why that's a little bit of a red flag to me that he put a bunch of work into it then he ended up buying another car so like i'm taking to mechanic yeah. we'll see but
1: cool, cool. Um, well,
0: and if i good. if i don't get that i might just there's a there's an isuzu rodeo that a guy's really desperate to sell um he wants to sell it to me for two grand but it's dude there's it's always
1: got... something to be said about buying just like something like a little cheap beater and you'd be surprised how like sturdy cars are, you know.
0: So this is this is made up of three different vehicles. They're all it's it's three different Isuzu Rodeo. So it's got it's got like the frame and the sp- suspension of one, the body of another, and uh, the engine of another. Holy shit! So it's like three different things. So it, the body is from an automatic, but it's a manual because he put a different transmission in it. <laughs>
1: So oh, okay. like, all right, that's a little unsustainably,
0: <laughs> like potentially. Um, I went and looked at it, and it uh, the engine apparently only has probably we don't know what the engine has, but the guy who sold it to him said it only had thirty thousand on it. Um, which is like, sure, it's the only it's the only vehicle I've looked at that doesn't have a leak in it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. But it's this like guy... the older cars will often have a little drip. Yeah. But it's just, you, it's hard to say how, like, often or like how quick it is. Yeah. I would say if you start seeing drips on the floor while you're there, that's a problem. Whereas, like, just a little residue. And if you stand there for an hour and there's not a drip at all, then it's kind of like, oh, this is like a pretty damn slow leak.
0: Well, I usually climb underneath it. And if it's, if it's tacky, then I'm not worried about it. But, like, if it's fresh and wet, then. I have some concerns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: Uh, uh. So yeah, this guy. But the thing about this guy is, he. Uh. First of all, their his family's incredibly wealthy. They've got like 15 cars. He wants to sell it because his mom was getting angry. They got too many cars on the property. Um. They have a garage huh. with uh two hoists in it. Um, Where is this house? This is in Maple Ridge.
1: Oh, okay. And. Never uh, hoist. They've
0: got two hoists. And yep. the uh, he's currently in the process of re- rebuilding a 71 Firebird um, from the ground up. And his uh, his dad had rebuilt a uh, AMC AMX. And those aren't cars that you can just put together with nothing, right? Like, um, you kind of have to know what you're doing. So it could be a solid car. I'd have to put new tires on it. Um, because he put giant fucking tires on it, they got absolutely. They're so big they he, you can't you can't turn this wheel all the way, and they're all ground down and shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's the car talk for portion of this podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, we're going camping with. Five people next weekend. Um, all of us have been isolated for three weeks already. <laughs> uh, five, and another, five,
1: total, five total. Sorry, I didn't realize yeah. I was on view. I went yeah. to the to grab another beer.
0: Five total. And four of us work from home and one of us works in a meat locker which already before all this happened got sanitized twice a day. So it's just just part of the part of the protocol to sanitize it in the morning and at night cuz it's meat. I think it'll be
1: fine. Honestly. I mean, I'm, I'm not really like I'm not concerned for myself. <laughs> I don't interact with anyone. So yeah that's you guys so
0: we just can't share beers and share smoking implements
1: yeah probably
0: i, I think we'll be okay
1: i think it'll be fine i'm super excited Mackenzie sounds like he's gonna cook some good stuff
0: Mackenzie was a cook for about seven years before awesome. he went to learn to be a butcher so awesome he loves cooking
1: yeah, I'm excited for that. We'll just go drive out, post up. Um, That would be awesome if I could borrow a sleeping pad. Do you think I have a um, sleeping bag that's like rated to. What is it? I think it's rated to like one degree, you know. Mm. Do you think that that'll be enough or do you think that's two?
0: Depends on how high up that spot is. That
1: the the spot by the little lake
0: yeah
1: it didn't seem high up at all it just seemed out by the farmlands
0: yeah um so
1: that i don't i don't have i don't have much equipment but i can sleep in my car
0: i don't think it's gonna freeze
1: no i don't think so hopefully not it has been snowing a little bit
0: (laughs) it has been so it's I mean it's kind of, well I don't know, keep an eye. Um Sarah has one, but it's women's, so it's probably too small for you.
1: I'm open because the summer's starting. I'm fine with buying all equipment. So I might just if mech is even open, like
0: You'd ought to always order something online.
1: Yeah, I guess so. so. Amazon's gonna take you a while for some things.
0: Yeah, if you're not ordering anything that isn't like food, it takes like three weeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, don't know, I could give I could give you some suggestions. I'm really happy with my sleeping bag, which was pretty. It was a good good price for what I got. Now um, yeah,
1: all the mechs are temporarily closed.
0: Yeah, but you, they, you, I think like 60% of their sales are online, anyways.
1: Oh, okay. You just order and
0: online. anything over 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something, shipping's free.
1: Oh, for real? Nice. Okay, yeah. I'll just order some shit online then.
0: Um,
1: I'm down to drop fa- some Skrilla.
0: As far as sleeping bags, you're probably going to look at around 200, 250. Um, you probably want to look at something that goes from, like, minus 3 to minus 7. Um,
1: yeah, I was thinking minus 10 is, like, good to go.
0: Yeah, because you want something – because when you go backpacking, you're generally up in the mountains – uh so it gets cold at night
1: Oh yeah. And I like I'd rather get one that's too cold and then I go and like unzip it.
0: Yeah, cuz a lot trip. of them have a have an upper zipper and a lower zipper so you can open the lower one and stick your leg out if you yeah. need to. Um and then sleeping pad, there's a very good one. It's called the Climate V2, I think. And that one's super comfortable. uh they do have, uh, they do apparently have valve issues sometimes, but they do have a lifetime warranty on them.
2: Mm.
0: So I had to return well, mine.
1: Well, I'll look into some shit, see if the shipping's going to even work out. Um, I guess I left it a little too long. Yeah. But
0: I think one degree should be okay, honestly. Yeah,
1: I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Um if it's oh, raining i bring plenty of blankets and stuff, but I'll probably end up sleeping in my car.
0: If it's raining, are you still down to go? hmm well, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Set up a tarp. It's well. hard to have a fire when it's raining. Pardon?
1: Did it end for you or like what happened? Yeah, it ended for me. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't see the recording isn't popping up like it did before. Dear did it just die for you?
1: Oh, I'm wondering if it's like my per- responsibility to record now. Where where would it normally be? Because no, I've got G- I've
0: got I've got a recording going here. I started it up again. Okay. I it was recording before too.
1: It looks like but- it, there's a video that we can access or some shit.
0: That was the old one from the other day. I'm wondering if it doesn't save it if it just crashes like that. So we may have just lost an hour and 15.
1: No, no, (laughs) no. That's happened to me once before. No, that didn't happen. Really? Are you sure?
0: I don't see it popping
1: up on the chat. Negs, I see it right here. Yeah. I don't I, got s- it. I don't see it. God got it. Got it. I'm saving it right now just in case.
0: Oh, you got it. The hour and 15 one.
1: Hold on. Hold on.
0: Yes. Sure, guys. I have it. Okay. Okay, good. Cuz I don't see it. <laughs> so, guys, we just we just dropped out for a second there. and we're pulling it back together.
1: Pulling it back together.
0: Uh Super riveting conversation here right now about our plans for next weekend.
1: Uh-oh, uh-oh. Hold on. Sorry, I can't. You're talking while the Ah! Okay. Are you there? Did I end the call? What's happening? I am st- I'm still here. Okay. I think. I don't know. Skype's a mysterious thing. It says downloading. So I think it's downloading. All right, we're good. Well, if it's
0: an hour and fifteen minutes, it might take a while to download. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I but am I think...
0: super impressed by the level of resolution that I am seeing you at. I gotta say. <laughs>
1: it's unbelievable. It's creepy and unbelievable. Go to call. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at me. Like. I just always look so oily.
0: <laughs> that's just. That's just that's how just these things me. do. <laughs> You're just, just a greasy boy.
1: Greasy boy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they man. call me Cheese Man. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't eat a lot of chips, so I feel a little oily right now. A
0: little, a little greasy. And, uh, chip. uh, the Daily Show is doing. Uh, the Daily Show is doing like their podcasts and uh, their their interviews, like from uh uh Trevor Noah's house now.
1: I don't like that guy.
0: No, why
1: not? I don't find him funny.
0: He's got his moments. He's I definitely not. A, he's definitely I no John Stewart.
1: I haven't given him much of an F- option, but every time I've seen him, I've just been like, nope, oh, not funny.
0: I've watched one episode of it, one one of his stand-up stand-ups. It was pretty good. Um, uh, it's like Aziz Ansari. I don't like Aziz Ansari.
1: Yeah, you're right. I don't like him either, but then I've been watching Parks and Rec and I kind of like him in that after a while. Yeah. Eh. Have you gone He's back right. to stand up? No, his stand up's his stand up's lame. I don't like
0: it. His his stand up was the only the only stand up I've ever stopped after ten minutes.
1: There's been a few for me. Um Yeah. Have you ever seen uh Dimitri Martin? No, I haven't. That guy's fucking hilarious.
0: Is he? I've, yeah. He has I a, show. His stand-up, yeah, he a show. His
1: stand ups are like a little like deadpan and like like awkward. Like, not awkward. They're really funny, but he's just like a little more quiet. But he has a, I think it's called Important Things with Dimitri Martin. Yeah. That but that right. show is always really funny. My favorite one was like, he's like, he has like a too early for the rave, and he's just like in a park, like raving. <laughs> <laughs> There was a bunch of really funny little skits that he would do. Like, he's like, there was, um, before there was, um, Leonardo da Vinci and such and such, there was Leonardus. And then it was like this, like old times Renaissance man who just had terrible ideas. (laughs) He's like, how do birds fly? It's like, I've been pondering. And it's like all these little like Shakespeare, like, or not Shakespeare, but, um, da vinci style like diagrams and everything yeah. like engineering and then it's like maybe it's their beak maybe it's the beak that makes them fly <laughs> so he's like got this wooden beak on and he's like jumping off of a bridge oh <laughs> ah. uh, that's pretty good that's funny he's got he's got a couple of good good little good little clips so a little shout out to dimitri martin dimitri, for all you people who are stuck. we're gonna send him our uh,
0: we're, we're gonna send him our audience
1: Yep, four it, people. Negative four people. He just lost four people from his audience.
0: Yeah, because we these we,
1: guys like it.
0: Yeah, they they yep. stumbled across it. Podcasting's weird. There's so many podcasts now. I was wondering if I was if I was going to get more downloads in these strange times, with people just looking for shit to listen to.
1: What's your What's the title?
0: Uh, no More Wasted Days.
1: Does it have like a catchy image or something? It does.
0: It. I think the image is the best part of the podcast. Let me find honestly. it. Honestly. If, if, if you go onto Google Play, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on Google Play.
1: No More Wasted Days.
0: I also have a website. Do you? Yeah.
1: Let's see it. I've never looked for podcasts on – is it Unwasted Podcast?
0: No, it's literally called the No More Wasted Days Podcast.
1: I don't know what's going on. I've never looked up podcasts. um,
0: Are you on Google? What are you on? Spotify. Okay. Um, I've never actually checked to make sure it works on Spotify. So, but I did sign up with the the thing.
1: Google Play. I've never used that either.
0: Yeah, Google Play Music is probably.
1: Let's try this out. Let's try this out. Sorry, I got to see what I'm signing up for an hour in. I hope this Skype shit's still downloading. Let's see here. How do i know that was atrocious <laughs> oh i got a zero kilobyte that doesn't seem realistic <laughs> son of a Podcast bitch Go. that's that doesn't look promising so
0: now let me search podcasts
1: save as
0: That's playlist, album, playlist, podcast. There we go. It's there. If you go on, yeah, just go you on see to Spotify. It, yeah? yeah. If you go on to Spotify. Oh, you mean on, on Skype?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about that.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I see the new one on Skype. I see the video there. It's there now. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: You can find it on Spotify?
0: Yeah. So if you just go to Spotify and you
1: do your search. And I search No More Wasted Days.
0: Yeah. And then you scroll down. Podcasts you scroll past podcasts. podcasts and you go down to episodes.
1: Oh, Jesus. That's misleading. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I see your little brain icon thing. Oh, hey, there we go. It's Woo. the coolest part. Ooh, Not safe for work. Keep the butt stuff in the butt. <laughs> it's a good podcast. <laughs> you gotta listen. Shout out to my own podcast. Well, it's look like, it's look a, at that. It's a,
0: it's a good episode. If I uh uh which if I had to make suggestions of which ones to listen to. What about I would one? say I would say um definitely not safe for work. Uh Rum and Coke and science is a good one. Uh what's up with elephants is also a good one. Uh dick waffles is also a good one. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh Anything with uh Deonte and uh Deontay and Devin, Devin's really good. Uh, actually, no. The first one with Devin wasn't great because the first half we lost the first half. That was the first one we lost.
1: So. Uh. Oh my God, we got you had Terran on with platform philosophy.
0: Yeah, that was my first. The first episode I ever recorded.
1: Wow, look at that! They're I all should say August, August twenty
0: eighteen. I I uploaded in August twenty nineteen, but I recorded in July twenty eighteen. Actually.
1: Oh okay. We recorded it on the platform. Okay, this is great.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of episodes to listen to if yeah. you need someone to listen to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there. I, I can't wait. I'm going to see my name, little dash, and then whatever the fuck you come up with to encapsulate whatever the fuck we're talking about.
0: Sometimes it's just a roll of dice.
1: You Go for it, man. I, w- I don't want to enter, you know. I don't even want I mean, to talk about it right now. Usually, yeah. I try to reference like,
0: oh. like a like a particularly funny part of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. I
0: can't remember what we were laughing at earlier, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cheers. You could you could be Iñárritu eats chips the entire fucking time.
0: I'll just call it munch munch. Munch <laughs> munch.
1: <laughs> it's very elusive. Iñárritu munch munch.
0: Uh, one of the things I don't like about working at home is that in this little room that we're in we don't have any natural light yeah. so I have no idea what it's doing outside there's no sense of time like it, it's very the window.
1: It's this is the saving grace of my life right now
0: being able to see the sky
1: yeah and like the mountains and stuff
0: yeah Outside, we just Otherwise. started putting—we just started putting together fucking uh, uh, plants, potting some plants, setting up a planter box on our balcony. We're getting a little garden going. There you go. It's great. What are you doing gonna cook? A, doing adult shit.
1: I mean, grow and then cook.
0: And then uh we're doing—I think we're just starting with lettuce, and then we're gonna get a tomato plant.
1: Lettuce is great. Ooh.
0: Do you know about hanging tomato plants?
1: Not much.
0: (laughs) So instead of growing the tomato plant out of the top of the pot, you cut a hole in the bottom of the pot and then you put the tomato plant through so the actual plant is hanging out from underneath. And you just put the soil and everything. And then it just grows downwards and you get your tomatoes and shit. It's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pick, pick, pick. Yeah. I bought a I bought a a plant off of um, Facebook Marketplace recently.
0: Oh, really? What kind of plant yeah. was it?
1: It was a Cuban oregano. We had oh, a plant shit. back home that was really good. You could like cook with it. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny. It's got three different... It's Cuban oregano, Spanish thyme, and Mexican mint. And it's like, what? <laughs> Those are the three like common names for it. And, like, it's like a a semi-succulent plant.
0: A semi-succulent. So it's hard to kill it?
1: No, like, it's sort of like a, you know, thick leaf and really, like, juicy.
0: Succulent with three C's? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Shesuit with four C's. Um, But, yeah, so I bought a plant. I've been doing some horticulture of my of my own i recently i did some trimming of my um what's what's the real standard plant that's got the nice dark broad leaf and like it's just like a vine and just grows what are those called again
0: i don't know it's a vine plant
1: fuck man
0: um yeah just having some green on the deck is nice we have uh we have uh magnolia trees out back that are blooming right now
1: philodendron
0: philodendron that sounds right
1: that, that's the fuck off so i got i did some trimming and um i don't know if you can see it but that little can up by my walk behind me yeah i like you just put them in water and they eventually grow roots which is nice so i'm just like sprouting sprouting shit you just you're I'm just gonna so have bored.
0: You're just going to have a house, and you're just going to have so many fucking vines growing all around. I'm going to oh, come that's... over as we fucking jungle.
1: Yeah, I've taken one plant and chopped it up into, like, 57 different little pieces. And, like, they're just, like, one leaf here, one leaf there.
0: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing them all becoming giant vines and, like, climbing up your walls and across the ceiling. I come over, and it's just a jungle. There's, like, a pool in the corner. Somehow Dude, there's a
1: monkeys. That's the dream. <laughs> There right. are, there are tribal musics going on. Yeah. There'll be You've a got small a colony of tribal, tribal
0: people. people. Yeah. You have like pygmies living in your dining room.
1: No, they're <laughs> on the patio. <laughs> if that's to contain.
0: Yeah. You don't want to get it. Let invasive species out.
1: <laughs> really <laughs> small pygmies.
0: <laughs> oh man. Pygmies. You know about the pig pygmies in Africa?
1: Not much. Ow, sorry. Go on. Don't hurt yourself. I, yeah, I did. They just—they just,
0: they just live really shitty lives. Um, huh. One of the guys that Joe Rogan has on his podcast quite often has—he uh, well, not quite often. Sometimes he like runs uh, runs a uh, charity to sort of help save the pygmies, basically, um, because all the other cultures around them are basically just eliminating the pygmies slowly and they've taken them out of the jungle and put them into these slums that's like a couple acres that doesn't have sewage and shit and there's like 500 of them or something or 150 of them living in on like a couple acres of land without sewage it's pretty fucked up you're muted
1: sorry mate that's pretty rough like I need to look up what they look like. Are they are they truly pygmies? Like, oh yeah,
0: they are. They are little people. You can search like "fight for the forgotten." That's this charity.
1: Fight for the forgotten.
0: Yeah.
1: Fight for the forgotten. They just look like kids, though.
0: The one on the left, I think they're doing some stuff with bullying now, too. The Pygmies. There we go.
1: There you go. Let's see. Yeah, they are all pretty short. Wow. This
0: dude has been to Africa so many times. He's gotten malaria three times. <laughs> uh, he has a currently has a parasite that could be living in his brain that doctors don't know what it is.
1: Really? Yeah. That's pretty funny. I mean, it's pretty nuts. It's seemingly harmless for now.
0: No, it's it's fucking him up pretty good. he was like an mma fighter before all this too
1: i was gonna say i was like that photo of him fighting like this guy fighting mma looks a lot like him
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no he he was an mma fighter and then he went and started doing that and then he started fighting mma to raise money for the pygmies great uh oh look
1: at this pygmy oh (laughs) Oh!
0: is it a child
1: no (laughs) it's clearly not oh i need to send the photo to you it's so cute please do oh that's that's precious i'm sorry i sound awful but
0: <laughs> i think that might be racist i think that might be borderline
1: <laughs> i don't know it looks cute. i call my own grandpa cute it's very endearing
0: oh yeah it's <laughs> it's a this? terms what of affection that?
1: I sent it on the Skype chat.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that guy. He talks about that guy a lot, I think.
1: That like might a be the elder. guy. a yeah, guy. He's so cute. Cool. Wow. Well, yeah, so, cool. Well, I, I'm impressed. <laughs> You're impressed by the pygmies. <laughs> no, I'm impressed with this guy. He's, he's out there, you know? He's got parasites in his brain and... What a story! Every, just every, so many stories. It's unbelievable in this, in this strange world. Yeah,
0: that's. I I often think about that when I'm driving along or walking along. Like every single person you pass in life has an entire life's worth of stories and history, right? And 99% of them aren't going to be recorded. 99% of them are just going to be forgotten, and most of them aren't worth it, to be honest. <laughs> like
1: this podcast i mean we're privileged
0: oh yeah like Do
1: you going to upload this to everyone i don't
0: i don't i don't i know i don't really have any shit to say like but i like to make jokes i like to talk about science and i like to be with my friends and i don't know i like to share that
1: with people it's fun it's it is fun. fun i didn't it's... mean that to cut you down it's just more like I do think that we're privileged to have like a a place a, an outlet to speak. Like if you wanted to, you know. Yeah. The world is your oyster, you know.
0: Yeah, I sometimes worry that people at my work are gonna find this podcast and listen to it and be like, Oh my god, Liam's a monster. We need to fire him right away.
1: <laughs> if you start getting more, you know, important, you know, in your career pathway. Like same for <laughs> me, like I'm fucking I'm nobody. No one cares about me. But eventually. Just don't put my last name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I said your last name. I didn't put your last name. That's,
1: that's the okay. Thing. If that's, you... We're a couple of years out before that's a problem.
0: If you Google this, if you Google my name, you get my LinkedIn profile. You get Facebook and you get Twitter. You don't get my website and you don't get this podcast.
1: <laughs> I haven't Googled so my name in a while.
0: I've been, <coughs> I've been monitoring it closely.
1: Copperleaf, Facebook, Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah, you get my Instagram.
1: Oh, I got plenty good photos. Wow. Do you? I don't know why my photo is linked to a photo of our CEO.
0: Oh, look at that. Big man.
1: Cool. Wow.
0: Look at all this stuff.
1: Look at all these new photos. Last time I did this, I was uh, fucking... um, It was soccer. That's all there was, was soccer. What the hell? Kaufman Engineers, but yet it's the Golder logo. Weird. So interesting.
0: There's you diving. There's a picture of an engine. Let's see what's on the web. This is making for great audio podcast material right here. <laughs> <laughs> Just,
1: oh my god, this is great. I'm confused. My name is showing up in many places that I did not know.
0: Let's see. If, what? Where did? What's the first hit on my name?
1: What in the fuck is going
0: on? All right. LinkedIn, Facebook, Government of Canada. Third hit. North Van, that's an old one. That's from two years ago. Uh, there's my YouTube channel. Twitter. What the fuck? Reese Kreider. Get out of here, Reese. You're not that important. <laughs> Get some other guy. Some other guy.
1: Some fucking useless guy.
0: Oh, here's the, the lab that I worked with. Williams Lab.
1: There you
0: go. And uh nope. there's uh Simon Fraser University. Conservation, kayaks and turtles. Oh, this is with the girl that I worked with while I was working uh with turtles and uh spotted frogs and she had to write a blog post. There's the little baby owls. Little baby turtles. Uh Little baby frogs.
1: Low babes.
0: That was such a strange experience, getting to work with like seeing frogs and turtles that most people will never see in their entire life, and like raising them, and like sitting out on the side of a river as the sun sets, looking for turtles making nests, and then <laughs> steal, stealing up their eggs, and then taking them back to the barn to incubate them, and then raising up the babies, <laughs> and then releasing the babies. Eggs. And I was getting paid for all of this. And then getting to hold a baby owl, like.
1: That's dope. How I know, that?
0: right? It was like, hey, you want to hold this baby owl? I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening.
1: He asks. <laughs>
0: Spoiler alert, it's like holding a feathery potato.
1: A feathery <laughs> potato, hey.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're always like, <laughs> I don't know. It's generally, things like that are generally exactly as you imagine them. (laughs) Maybe a little bit less. It's like, okay. Although, I did go back and see, um, the head of, um, uh, the Burrowing Owl Conservation Society of BC. I think it's called. And, uh, we gotta go meet, meet their, uh their outreach owl their education owl his name's pluto and he does this thing he goes (laughs) which is and like his 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 throat puffs up which is apparently not a thing that adults do it's a it's a thing that babies do to get the attention of the parents but this this owl is like five years old and he was still doing it to get attention from (laughs) from uh, lauren the lady And it's like, it was so funny because she's been doing this for years and she's like, she pulled him out of the car and like the, uh, she was, he was in like this little crate and she had him on her Raptor glove and he goes, oh, and she's, she's like, she was so incredibly enamored. She was so, (laughs) so incredibly, she's like, she's so cute. It was like true love, really loving her job.
1: They're fucking cute. I like birds. I was watching some videos about a raven.
0: Birds are great. Yeah. The whole the whole phrase "bird brain" is not representative of what birds are capable of.
1: Yeah, there's some pretty dumb birds though.
0: There's some pretty dumb people, man.
1: <laughs> True. True.
0: <laughs> like, have you ever watched? Oh man, the second line is my my dad's face. <laughs> Top fourteen Kreider profiles in Canada. Who the hell's that? yeah Lawrence. Michaela. That's weird. I'm gonna close this down now. <laughs> I don't make you beg and get back to that conversation.
1: I'm begging.
0: Yeah, I've uh, I've had some pretty interesting uh, work experience throughout my life. Really, mostly the one that stands out is the working at the zoo, though.
1: Yeah, that seemed dope.
0: It was pretty it was cool. Honest. I got a pet a giraffe.
1: You seem happy like... all the time, like you were always doing cool shit that you're talking about, like every day.
0: I made no money though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no. It's always a trade-off.
0: Yeah, that's the trade-off. That's the line versus the graph. The line. Mm-hmm. The- the lines on the graph, um, not sustainable. Definitely not sustainable. Um, she keeps trying to get me to come back and work for her. Every year, I'm like, "Yeah, I'll come work for you," and then someone else offers me a job for more money.
1: Honestly, She's though, a- like, how much do you want to support a, a zoo, though?
0: Zoo. Okay, so the thing about or is zoos, it
1: a pure rehab center. Uh,
0: it's not rehab. It's um, conservation zoo. So, like. In Canada, you can't – to be a zoo or uh, an aquarium, you have to be CASA-accredited, Canadian-accredited zoos and aquariums. So there's a board that comes around every year and looks through everything and makes sure that you're meeting all the requirements. Um, And if you don't, if you don't have that accreditation, you have to shut down. Legally, you have to shut down. You're not allowed to be open. Um, And – a lot of the animals they have there are extinct in the wild, uh, and they're oh just... at this zoo. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so are they a zoo?
0: They are a zoo. Yeah. Right. Technically, I, was I mean it's like
1: this... it's, it's it's like it's 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 just like going forward. They shouldn't go and try and get another giraffe and fly it out to fucking Canada.
0: Oh, that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, I think it's illegal to breed them. I, like you can yeah. you know So like it's
1: just one of those things where it's like yeah, you want to give them the best life the animals that are there but yeah. you don't want to propagate it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh,
0: they they've had some poor ownership in the past. Um uh the, they have been through like three or four owners in the past and like just no I money. think one year they, one year they actually lost their accreditation, which is why they lost the drafts that they used to have. Like they used to have two drafts. And then they lost their accreditation because the owner drove it to the ground, um, and then they got their accreditation back. Um, so they got another giraffe from a zoo that had to close down. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I mean everyone's got to support a living and all that, so I get it. Oh, there's a drone flying around.
0: Oh, she get naked.
1: It's pretty far away.
0: Oh, uh, what's it doing?
1: Oh no, it's it's an airplane.
0: Oh, it's an airplane.
1: Yeah, it's flying. Maybe it's an unmanned airplane. No, it's flying. (laughs) It's just flying a flight pattern that's not normal. You know, it's like a smaller Cessna or something. Mm. All the crows are flying east right now as we speak.
0: Do you just watch them fly all day?
1: Um. Yeah. There's always like there's been a hummingbird flying outside my window, every once in a while.
0: We've got some hummingbirds out here too. They're pretty cool. One time Sarah and I were out when I was still living in Maple Ridge we were out in Jackson Farm where the cattails are and there was this hummingbird it was in the blackberry bushes and it would fly up about 15 feet above the blackberry bushes and then hover there for 5 or 6 seconds and it would go (laughs) and as it did that as it would make that noise it would dive back down into the blackberry bushes it it just kept doing this repeatedly just and fly back up, hover there for a few seconds, <laughs> and just doing it over and over again. And um, I talked to someone, can't remember who, and they said it, they were probably trying to indicate where their nest was to females. It could be like a a, oh. a mating thing.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That would kind of make sense, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's so <laughs> weird that there's hummingbirds around here. Growing up, I always like, I was always like. Oh, hummingbirds are just, you know, there's something that are in the tropics, right?
1: They're mythical. They're not in the tropics. There's no hummingbirds in Hawaii. Really? Yeah.
0: That's weird. Well, maybe just in Hawaii that they're not there. Maybe in, like, mainland tropics they might have them.
1: What is mainland tropics?
0: Uh, like, I don't know, uh, Mexico. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe. Baileys. I don't know.
1: Probably, but we're not you know...
0: Do you know about how much energy hummingbirds have to, like, expend? Like, every day it's like a battle for survival to get enough energy because, like, they have to flap their wings so fast and their hearts going so fast. It's just like they're constantly burning energy at an almost unsustainable rate.
1: Sounds like a drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. I mean, you um, want to
1: frickin' fly in any direction against gravity. <laughs> At any speed, it's gonna take some energy.
0: Just, oh my God! So that picture you sent me of the of the little pygmy? Yeah. It just it just gave me the notification that you sent it, and it popped up on the screen, like it took <laughs> up a third of the screen of just this pygmy staring at me. <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> I thought I could help. Anyway, um. One of the things... I think I talked about this on the podcast last week. Oh, yeah. It just
1: popped up for me, too. It's weird. <laughs> Hello.
0: Hello, Pygmy Man. It,
1: give it a slow clap.
0: Give it a slow, dis- dis- disapproving clap. That's not. That's a slow, disapproving clap. It's not like a Very slow, much press so. clap.
1: There's only so many emotions here.
0: They don't have a whole lot. They've got, what, five? Six? You can cry... Eight.
1: You're gonna really like. It looks like he wants to beat you up, but he's slow clapping. It
0: almost looks like his hand, one of his fists, is yeah,
1: like, yeah, like he want. He's gonna beat you up, and then there's a uh, excited and smiling, and then crying, laughing, <laughs> and then a finger up the butt.
0: Yeah, that's what that is. Not Open a thumbs
1: up. up. It's not a thumbs up, because I don't know oh. who thumbs up, like, physically brings their thumb up.
0: Like, put your fist up and then raise the thumb?
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know any human who does that. Skype is clearly made by robots. Clearly, I'm just doing it over and over. Are you just seeing a thumb?
0: I can see you slowly in the background rise? behind
1: it. Yeah, but you see the thumb too, right? I'm seeing
0: the thumb for sure.
1: Look at him! He's bouncing. He's getting. What are you, ex-
0: what are you trying to tell me? Anon? Can
1: you see him get it all excited? Like he's <laughs> bouncing all. He's getting big now. And... Yeah. Whoa. Wow. All right.
0: I got to piss again. I'll be right back. Okay. fears going through me.
1: I gotta. I gotta make dinner in a bit too. So I don't know. Like, what are the. What are the topics? What's rest? What's the rest of the agenda? Uh, I guess we could just finish up here. Well, it's up to you. It's up to you. I'm down to chat some more, but I'm gonna make some dinner soon because I haven't eaten properly.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, We could close this up. It's been we're coming up on two hours now, so that's that's a nice
1: solid podcast of nothing really. I didn't talk about being from Hawaii at all, but I hope my perspective is still strange.
0: (laughs) Well, like one of the things that like you know we've talked about in the past is just like. The outdoor scene here versus the outdoor outdoor scene there. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We can do another one another time. Um, Yeah. I wanted to say one of the one of the cool things. I think I may have talked about this on the podcast last week. One of the cool things I learned in my like I liked about my behavioral ecology course that I took last year was um, just learning about how different behaviors and animals are graphed and how that, le- how you can graph the behavior of animals. And that'll teach you about like the, what they need to live and like why. And one of the things was hummingbirds because hummingbirds can't live exclusively off nectar because there's no protein in it. It's just straight sugar. Right. So they also have to eat insects. Right. And, um, gram for gram insects are actually, uh, a higher energy density than nectar is, if you believe it or not. But it's also protein, uh, so you can still get energy, and th- they need the protein by eating insects. But you can still get energy from eating insects. But because it's so much harder to get the insects, they have to divide their time between eating nectar and eating insects.
1: Yeah, it's and like you the nectar is act- like that that baseline. Yeah, and you can actually
0: graph like nectar versus insects and like at what point do they have to switch from eating insects to eating nectar and what point do they have to switch from eating nectar to eating insects? Or can they safely switch from eating nectar to eating insects so they don't die and they live within that? Like they spend like six hours a day eating nectar and four hours a day hunting insects and you can graph that across. I mean, it changes from species to species depending on their size and their energy requirements, obviously, But like just cool shit like that
1: yeah it's interesting like we did a little bit like as a matter of fact it was in my math class we were uh, learning about uh, what was it it was partial differentials which was like uh, a math theory or math tool set that would enable you to to kind of do a lot of population level like analyses or something so we did like some examples where we're doing like uh fuck what what was it it was like survival um uh you would like basically it was for like determining um like population control so you would have um like we even the engineering physics students had to create a program that where you would release like x amount of rabbits it was like a little computer like thing that you oh, would yeah. simulate yeah. and you would release a certain amount of rabbits and a certain amount of foxes and then you could layer in other animals um, and they each had characteristics on how they would impact the various other the environment and the different animals so you would just create it was like a coding exercise or a mathematics exercise where it was like how does this impact this one how does this impact this one how does this impact yeah. this one and then you do that for all of them. So you create, like, this spider network of interconnections mm-hmm. of how they all Im- interact. And then you run the simulation, and then it would, like, you know, either, like, you'd eat all the rabbits, or the rabbits would, like, overwhelm the screen and, like, just mm-hmm. overpopulate, or, like, the foxes would die if they didn't have food. So it's like, pretty cool um, seeing, like, how you can create a simplified Image of the world mm-hmm. in that regard in order to do science on like otherwise a very natural thing.
0: Yeah. I've got something to say on that again, but I really have to pee, so I'll be right back.
1: Okay. Liam, if you're listening to this, you're a little turd. A little turd, a little small turd. A little poop. <laughs> you're peeing right now, but it's a little poop. you'd be almost done peeing. Still going. Maybe you're washing your hands very thoroughly.
0: Okay, I'm back. My screen turned off for some reason. Um so that thing that you're talking about. Um, yeah. As the, there's an entire course in biology and the biology degree called population dynamics. Yeah. And I'm glad I never took it cuz it was all calculus. Yeah. <laughs> um uh there was this really cool thing I found online. It was talking about um uh the evolution of trust or the evolution of honesty or something like that. And it was I'll see if I can find the link and send it to you. It was like about, um, how there's different actors in any given population of species or animal, um, that, uh, will play, will, uh, participate in various levels of trust, community-based animals like uh, herd animals or pack animals, right? Yeah. Um, that will uh, do different things on different levels of honesty and how that affects, like if you're completely dishonest all the time, you'll get uh, disowned from a herd or from a yeah. pack. Yeah. But if you're um, if you're nice all the time and you're always 100% giving, uh, then you'll you'll um, you'll get taken by someone else right yeah. um, and there's like there was like six different um, things that you could be uh, and it was just kind of cool because you could you could drag the different percentages different proportions of the different right. actors and how that would how they would progress through the population and how like eventually 100 the population would go to 100 percent of different things um and how that was unsustainable uh, oh like
1: it would always end up getting to be like some mix
0: yeah of yeah. Different
1: actors. yeah interesting but
0: yeah because of that like like what you're talking about um coding and computer sciences is like honestly about 50 percent of what biology is these days
1: oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. especially with genetics and stuff happening yeah.
1: right i mean i um, even saw like there's a There's these cool things um, that you, like, can participate online and they're like these puzzles, but they're the protein unfolding or the protein folding. Oh, folding at home. You've probably seen those, yeah.
0: Yeah. Was it folding at home that you're thinking about or... Um, Because a little while ago, there was this thing called folding at home and it was basically... You could leave your computer on, and PlayStation had it as well. PlayStation 3 had it, um, and you could download the app or whatever, and I'd you would basically be dedicating your computer to um, folding and unfolding proteins.
1: Yeah, I'd seen that too. There's also yeah. a puzzle like um, that's probably leveraging AI or something.
0: Probably, because it's just like well, find obviously. out how how this protein folds in this way that causes it to produce cancer kind of thing.
1: Well, the molecules are so complex, but the folding geometry is like really defined. Yeah. So it just needs computer processing in order to fold and unfold it like in three dimensional space. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's really cool. Yeah. Um, There's also puzzles that you can do.
0: Puzzles in what way? Like,
1: like I haven't ever done it, but there's, um, One where it takes like human expertise, sort of, and it also contributes to research. Oh, yeah. it maybe it's separate, I think, from this other one.
0: Yeah, um, I've got I've got an app on my tablet of just the three dimensional models of different proteins, and I think it's really cool because uh, how do you know much? How much do you know about protein folding?
1: That they fold, and that's so, like pretty much as important as a chemical makeup
0: there's there's four different levels of protein folding um of protein makeup there's um the primary which is just the amino acid sequence yeah right there's goes
1: out to tertiary right
0: quaternary so secondary is the shape so you can either have um they're called beta pleated sheets and they're just like pleated sheets that are just like zigzags um and then there's uh helices right mm-hmm. and then there's uh tertiary is like the third three-dimensional uh yeah the
1: folding of that helix yeah or
0: um and them all combining together into one subunit and then quaternary is different subunits combining together
1: right because those whole things fold yeah
0: okay um, uh so basically, every protein is made out of either these pleated sheets or helices, and uh, you get that's how you get uh, hydrophobicity or hydrophilicity, right? Because um, Because depending on what the, amino the pleated acid... pleated
1: ones are always hydrophilic normally, right?
0: Um, because
1: they have the hydrogen spacing out or something? Not
0: necessarily. It depends on how, which, because there's Christ. 20, 24 proteins, twenty three proteins. Yeah. Not proteins. Um, amino acids. Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, depending on which, they all have they all have the amino group amino group, which is what's the part of the chain, which is what joins them all together, and then they've got the the remainder group, the R group, yeah. which oh, yeah, is what. Oh yeah, this
1: is all ringing bells.
0: Which is what gives the which what gives it the property, is it hydrophobic or is it hydrophilic? Is it going to produce hydrogen bonds and stuff like that? Right. Right. So on a half alpha uh, alpha helices, uh, if all the ones on the outside are hydrophobic, then you're going to get um, something that's going to bind to fat or stuff like that. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool because with this very basic uh, 23 different amino acids um, with I don't know. Oh, I just think
1: anything. I just that's think that's what's cool about biology. I think it's that a shit, simple that, building blocks.
0: That shit is what blows my mind. There's just like a few basic rules that have evolved into uh, into being basically, and that if you follow these rules and different combinations of these rules, give us this incredibly complex.
1: Well, look at ATP synthase. That protein is the most badass protein. Ever.
0: It's a literal it's literally got a turbine.
1: It's got a spinning turbine.
0: It's a literally a spinning turbine, and the mechanical motion of that protein is stored in ATP.
1: It's fucking unreal.
0: It's bananas. I learned that, and I was sitting there, and I just like stared yeah. at my notes. I was like, "Are you kidding right now?" Um, yeah. Hemoglobin.
1: There's a cool. There's a cool uh, like visualization animation of it
0: on yeah. youtube um he, hemoglobin uh which i was talking about earlier is very is kind of similar in the same way that like you get the alpha and the beta subunits together and what one subunit is doing affects what the other subunit is doing um uh transport proteins are literally just like little things yeah that they work. like
1: walk along yeah those, those are so those
0: cool. are tons of fun um Inside your ear, um, the nerve cells are basically powered by spring-loaded protein. Well, in the nerve cells, they have spring-loaded proteins, and that's how they manage um, – uh, what's the word? Compensation. So pretty much any of your senses, uh, when exposed your, – your senses basically sense change. They don't sense oh. – they don't sense, um, they sense change. They don't sense staticness, right? right? So if you're in a situation that's loud, then your, um, ears have to reduce the amount of input, right? And the way they do that is they have basically have a spring loaded trap door on them. So when sound is on them, they're triggered. But if the sound is constant, then it closes again. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'd have to find the slides and remember exactly how It's so unreal.
1: It's so funny. Like, it's all quite rudimentary because, like, none of it was, like, master planned. It was just, like, it worked. Yeah, this is the thing that worked. Because, like, there's a lot of things that aren't, like, amazing. You know, they work well, but you're kind of like, why is it that way? Like, this would make more sense. And it's like, well, that clearly works fine. But then that's also part of, like, the cool, like, greater design of evolution is that us stupid humans might think that it makes more sense for it to be like that but through millions of years there's probably a reason why it's that weird shape or you know why it does it in that one peculiar way because it may interfere with some other thing because there's so Mm -hmm. much going on inside the body it's amazing
0: there's so much and like it takes so little so little to fuck it all up like the, and yet the,
1: and yet we're so robust, like humans.
0: So robust, like, um. And we're pretty
1: weak compared to
0: other animals. Oh yeah, oh it's yeah, so we're cool. soft and squishy. It's we're soft so and cool. squishy. Like you watch Komodo dragons fight, like you can watch tigers fight and grizzlies fight, and that's one thing. You watch Komodo dragons fight, and that's gnarly. Like dude, I watched rated a video deep. of
1: a Komodo dragon eating like. A deer out of like a baby deer like out of the mom. <laughs> it was fucked up. It's it was a gnarly up. video. It was a gnarly video. I mean, yeah. it was bad ass. I have to say. Oh uh, yeah. Like I mean, not in a cool way, but like. It was kind of cool. The the deer was giving birth, and like literally the komodo dragons just like I'm taking that. I'm gonna like,
0: eat just this. Just like just oh, like
1: yeah. just. As it, like, it literally comes out and the baby deer's just like, what is life? And gets eaten by a fucking Komodo dragon. Like, eaten, like, practically whole. Like, <laughs> puts, like, the whole thing in his mouth and walks away.
0: Do you follow uh, nature's metal?
1: No, I should. You should.
0: You should follow nature's metal, because it's all that. That's all it is. <laughs> Every <laughs> post badass, is shit like gruesome that. gruesome
1: shit. It's yeah. like
0: sometimes it's a fox walking around with a baby deer's face in its mouth and... It's like, some heavy
1: shit. I saw a dog the other day that had no face. Like, it must have been attacked by a cougar or something. Holy shit. Like, it had, like, one third of a nose, and, like, you could see all of its teeth. Like, its whole oh, jowl was missing. Yeah. But he
0: seemed all right. Dogs all are happy. You sure. bred them to be happy about everything.
1: Yeah, I know. Good good for that.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Alrighty. I think I'm right. I think I'm getting pretty sleepy and I need to stand up and like go make some food. I've been sitting and, down all day with work and I gotta. That's fair. Oh, it's, sa- it's Saturday tomorrow. I don't have to sit down all day at the computer. You
0: don't have to sit all day down all day at the computer. Down Excellent. all day, all
1: day at all day.
0: Don't don't waste your days.
1: Not another day.
0: That's that's no how more. I end
1: podcasts. No all more. All right. Sorry, days. You, you get the last word.
0: yeah no more wasted days and that's what you're going to do well i started this i I started this podcast because i wanted because i was tired of like that feeling of just being like i'm not doing anything as some one thing one one creative outlet for me
1: one thing to do i well i've enjoyed it very much liam i appreciate you bringing me on
0: i'm glad you have i'll have you on again for sure the more guests the better
1: surely surely maybe yeah. next time
0: sarah will, will be on having yeah, having yeah. three people i've done one three-person podcast and it's it's such a better vibe to be honest yeah. like it's, it's much easier to keep conversation flowing
1: yeah sarah's vibe so. would be much needed yes but, but she's banging pots yeah, yeah. She's keep just it up i hope time. she's still banging pots in an hour and a half no later. she's
0: making bread right now oh, oh there God. she is with her bread don't drop the bread that would be so sad
1: Ooh, that was the- good.
0: There's the bread. I made
1: bread. What kind of bread is that? That was good. It's Irish
0: soda bread. Yeah. So you don't use so, yeast you use baking soda.
1: So textured and bubbly.
0: Yeah. Apparently it's like, it's whole wheat flour and water and baking sure. soda. Whole
1: wheat flour, baking soda, some butter.
0: And, and butter. And buttermilk. And buttermilk. Okay. Mm. There you go.
1: Sounds
0: good. All right, well, Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining me and Noah. And until next time, stop wasting those days.